Hello and welcome everyone to the Clark Connection Podcast. I'm your podcast host, Paul Clark, and we're in our second season. We look forward to you listening and certainly look forward to hearing from you. Wherever you are in this great, big, beautiful world, we hope that we can touch your heart, inspire your mind, and speak to your soul on this journey called life and help make the road smoother. So if you're ready, let's get to it. Clark Connection Podcast, where we talk about what we talk about. This is part two of a two-part series, Generational Parenting. You and Lance Mm -hmm. are some of the most amazing parents. I'm not saying that because y'all are who you are, but you are who you are. Mm -hmm. What are some of the discussions you all have had about bringing up the children? Oh, man. Well, first off, thank you. And so I want to say the beginning of our relationship, raising the kids as they were little. So before Liam and Junior, before any of that, we both were just doing what we were taught that so there was a lot of not thinking about it not talking about it you just this is what my parent did this is what i'm doing so when the kids were younger lazarus layla and elena we there wasn't really much discussion about them touching stuff or doing stuff they weren't supposed to do this and lance was just working and i was the traditional mom so i was with them and it was just yeah they they do something they get in trouble they touch something i pop them it's just quick and you know train them up about god very easy so i kept having kids because i'm like oh this is easy as they get older <laughs> come on come on somebody <laughs> as they get older and you're faced with different things and as we grew more maturely spiritually because we didn't start off in the same beliefs equally yoked as they grew older we had tons of discussions and I started to, the funniest thing is what made me really start to change the way that I was raising my kids and me and Lance is I was eating a watermelon one day and I kept on throwing the parts away. And Lance would say, why are you wasting the best part of the watermelon? And I said, what do you mean? And he said, you keep throwing the thick part away and that's the best part. And I said, no, I was always told that the white part gets you sick. The white part gets you sick. (laughs) Yeah, I said, you can't eat close to the white part of the watermelon. And he said, that's the healthiest part for you. I said, the devil is a lie. And I looked it up (laughs) and that was completely wrong. He was right. I was told all my life to the point that I had to call mommy and say, now why in the world did you tell me that I can't do that? And she said, girl, I found that out too. So it was like little stuff like, you know, it was little stuff like that or little stuff about me coming to know God and the some of the stuff that you guys taught me. I had to go back to the surface and say, wait, some of these things, you know, I have to look on my own because I'm not, I'm not, mm-hmm. um, perceiving it the same as y'all perceived it back then. I don't think the word is aligning in the way that y'all said it, you know? So, so many things like that. Um, Me and Lance kind of just sat and was like, okay, what are we going to do for our kids? I do want them to be able to have conversations with me. I remember growing up asking why was a big deal. That was like disrespectful back in the day. Now I wanted my kids to be able, especially also one more thing. So I said the watermelon and, and, and 
spiritually, but the last thing was me becoming a teacher and having to take early childhood education courses. And that was like a big one because I realized like, oh my gosh, a lot of how we were raised, you guys were looking out of your lens. That was only the the only lens you knew. But we were taught, as I'm taking these courses, to look from what they can understand and bring it to where you are and then try to meet in the middle. But Mm -hmm. it's all about where they are. So once I started to take those courses, me and Lance started to have those conversations of what does it look like to raise our children and our home being our first ministry? What does it look like in general? Because the school is telling our kids one thing, what do we want the school to say? Do we want to homeschool? Do we want to? So it was like a total flip. And now it's like some of our kids homeschool. Some of them don't. Some of them go to different school. We're meeting each one where they are now. Okay. We're having conversations of where they are spiritually. We're having conversations. Okay, we need to be spending time with them one-on-one. Okay, what does this child need? So now it started from, like I said, the traditional picture of Lance being at work. Mommy does whatever. And Lance saying, if they make it too much noise, hey, do what your mom said, you know, to now, (laughs) come on somebody, to now it is very much so I am taking total step back and I'm saying, you are the shepherd of this home. He knows he's the shepherd of the home. Lead us, guide us. What does every sheep need in this house? So now I always tell people when they ask me, Oh, I, oh, you know, you have so many kids. We want a kid. What would your advice be? I always say, now, if you actually do it, it's really hard. Make sure you're mm-hmm. mentally prepared. Make sure you're mentally prepared. Make sure you're emotionally prepared. And don't, don't be worried about, okay, I need to be financially prepared for a child. No, that's after mental, emotional, physical. Right. Be, be ready because it is a one-by-one daily attribute that you're going to be working with your partner every day to make sure these kids get what they need to be able to be prosperous in their life. That's a big job. So now we have tons of conversations. And on top of that, we have them very frequently. We have meetings um, multiple times a week. So that is the timeline of it all. (laughs) But that's what's needed because, again, because as children, children are exposed to technology earlier and earlier, they mm-hmm. see other things that may be outside scope of what mm-hmm. you and Lance as parents want them to experience or want them to know uh, mm-hmm. at that time. It, it's up to you all to decide, hey, they're, they're not ready for this because you've had those conversations with them. Mm-hmm. All of them are not just alike. All of them mm-hmm. have different personalities. You know who's ready to handle what, who's not mm-hmm. ready to handle what. And so, yeah, that's those conversations. And I I wish if I had one of them little time doohickeys, we could <laughs> go back and yeah. redo some things. But I'm I'm glad that you, along with Lance, have developed mm-hmm. this parental formula that's good for your children, mm-hmm. you know, during this time you all have learned much more than you know me and your mom and our parents Mm -hmm. because you know we came from the generation of Mm -hmm. pick that paper up didn't i say (laughs) and and that's the end of it (laughs) right (laughs) at your age now 
what would uh -huh. you and not to not to say that now you're this old married woman but you all have been married 12 years no we've been um together for 12 years but yeah. we've been married <clears throat> we've been married for almost nine years okay all right i knew, I knew 12 was in there somewhere in these nine years uh -huh. what would you share with parents your age who may have only been married two or three years mm. okay i would say <clears throat> i'm sorry i would definitely there we go i'm getting back okay there she is okay so <laughs> can you hear me yes <laughs> can you hear me yeah okay good so <laughs> my advice would be to get a mentor or counseling from the beginning. I used to think, okay, there has to be some type of infidelity. Somebody has to be almost falling out of love. Divorce has to be on the table for somebody to come in and start mentoring and guiding. And the devil is a lie. That's not true. You, yeah. you two are, um, you two are constantly growing every single day and somebody always knows where you're going to go, where you're going to um, paths that you are going to cross. And love is not what gets you through. That feeling right. of those butterflies, that's not what you get that gives you through. Love is an action, you have to work on it every day. So when we got a mentor, it opened our eyes to things we need to do, especially as parents. Um, so if you are parents finding a balance between being a mother and a father, being being a person yourself outside mm -hmm. of being a married person and um, being a wife and a husband. So you have a lot of titles. So differentiating those are amazing. Something that our mentor told us was because we do a lot of business together. So we have a business message chat and we have a relationship chat. So if we're talking about something that has to do with what we have going on, that's one place. But but it allows us to see how much we're saying, good morning, I love you, versus how much we're saying, okay, this needs to be paid. What's going on with this? What's going on with that? Because it can get really business partnery real quick in a marriage. And you yeah. want to you want to make dating and make caring for that person priority. So I would definitely recommend getting a mentor because they're going to set you up for the places that you will come across. And like I said, I used to believe that, oh, well, we love each other. We're not, you know, how they say the five year rule and all that. We're not gonna whatever. And we made it past that. But a lot of things came up that I wasn't aware of, like finances. How does the other person handle finances? How do they approach life as a whole? How do they look at, you know, have they ever gone through depression? Is depression, if it comes up, what does that look like? You know, just all right. kinds of things. You have to understand that you two in a marriage are both going to deal with life. So you have to prepare for life to come at you. So I would just, yeah, I would definitely recommend that. I would also recommend for the wife to prioritize taking care of herself you're going to be mm -hmm. the best mom and wife and sister and daughter every title in the world when you prioritize your health your wealth your and not wealth as finances i'm talking about your your soul your temple 
um your right right the friends that you have the so mommy my my kids know in the mornings mommy's at the gym when i'm at the school in the evenings if mommy's gone she's at the gym and they expect that my husband says yeah it's one of our bills that has to be there lights is after the gym because mommy gotta mommy gotta be okay okay. and same thing for husbands you know i don't know what each husband out there likes but find what's important to you and as spouses um prioritize what is gonna make your um Mm -hmm. spouse get up in the morning and be them best their best selves because then everybody feels better um so those are those are a couple things and the last thing i would say just briefly uh, because i could go on about this but briefly is (laughs) make sure you don't take your kids with you everywhere i just this year excuse me i wish i wish you to (laughs) i wish you to told us that when we were Right. <laughs> this if, year. if the kids can't go, we not going. I'm like, well, they can, they can miss it. Now. Right. <laughs> we oh. totally, we totally didn't understand that. It was so bad. I was throwing Lance a surprise party this year. And my mentor said, because I told him like, oh, I'm doing this. It's a surprise. And uh, he said, Our, um, is there no kids? And then my, and I told him, when in the world I'm thinking it's not going to be strippers or alcohol. Why would there be no kids? And that's how far gone I was from not taking kids with you. And he said, it doesn't have to be no strippers or alcohol. Some places kids just don't need to go. And I said, what? So ever since then, (laughs) right. I plan. We now made a date night. Like we have date nights once a week and we, we just got back from Atlanta. We went together without the kids. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So if you, I know some parents out there have this guilt of not taking your kids places, but let that guilt go and stop being a, you know, oh, our kid has to come because it can come in between your relationship without you even understanding that you're not giving your partner that one-on-one. So leave them kids, do whatever you need to do, but your kids do not need to go everywhere with you purposely do not take them places and those three things mentorship prioritizing your individual well-being of who you are and not taking your kids everywhere those are some tips lessons learned and hopefully if i get married again and have more small children no i'm just i'm just kidding (laughs) you never know hey i'm no i no i know no no i know (laughs) You I told, I talked to him. Yeah, I talked to the Lord every day. He'll never bring it up. So, um, <laughs> right. If you don't mention it, I don't mention right, it either. Look. But I enjoy, I enjoy having grandchildren and uh, mm-hmm. seeing them. You know, have fun. Your grandmother still won't let anybody move the little figurines in front of the TV. Uh-huh. <laughs> when uh baby when girl oh uh Layla or Elena? L- Layla. Uh-huh. When you all when you all came up, Layla came in, hi papa, and hugged me and went right to all the figurines on the uh-huh. on the TV stand. They are in the same place. <laughs> 
that they were in that she put them in. Guys came in to do some work. Uh-huh. And they were getting removed of figurines. She said, No. So my great grandbaby put those up there. Leave those <laughs> leave those alone. So that is a that is a lasting monument. Mm. <laughs> Glad we had this and we gotta do this again. Uh-huh. Those Mondays after Sundays ain't nothing to play with. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so I truly understand. Give give everybody your TikTok. I want them to go see your TikTok. Okay. It's Millie Love on everything. So um That's TikTok, Instagram. Yes, and uh YouTube. I haven't been on there for a little bit, but I'm I'm gonna start going on there when God guides me on that. What else do I have? I think that's it. I think I have oh yeah, I have Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Yeah, Facebook Facebook is for old people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't to go over there and speak for the senior citizens. I, I don't I don't do all that other <laughs> But I've been, I've enjoyed this talk. I, I want you to go rest. I've enjoyed this talk and we're gonna do this again. Yeah. Just just have some fun and hopefully help and inspire and encourage somebody. Tell Lance I said hello and hug my grandbabies <laughs> for me. Okay, I and will. We, we will talk soon. I love you. I love you too. Okay, tell your mom I said hi. She hasn't called. Okay, and all, I will. All of all of this is going on the podcast, so she she got it. She'll be able to hear it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she'll be able to hear it. <laughs> but I want to thank you all for listening to Clark Connection podcast, and of course, you can join us all the time right on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, and Google. Those, and definitely go over to YouTube and subscribe to our channel there. So until the next time, this is your host, Walt Clark, with Clark Connection Podcast, where we talk about what we talk about. That's all we have time for on this episode, but join us again as we continue to talk about what we talk about here on the Clark Connection Podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, on X or Twitter, and YouTube. We're on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcast platforms, or check your favorite search engine for Clark Connection Podcast. This is your host, Walt Clark, saying thank you for listening. Be kind, be well, and be great.